This is the greatest sound. Hey. Ah. That's a nice little greatest showman hey, little blast. That's an immediately uplifting tune, isn't it? That was lovely, Like, Jacob. if you hear this is the greatest show, I'm immediately in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should make my alarm clock in the morning be like, this is the greatest show! <laughs> and, and turn I'll, it up to 11 also. just <laughs> jump out of bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so sh- do we, do we have a guess that we're, we're in? We're in. So that actually was live. That, that was just, live. just happened then. Yes, that oh. happened. And How today, embarrassing. We, <laughs> we have a guest today. Yeah? And this is, this, this is starting to feel a little bit like we went to summer camp. Yes. And we made all these friends. Yes. And now we bring them back and on the show. And my best friend's coming on the show. Your best friend is here today. Yes. And who's your b- best friend? Barbara Martinez is here from Conservation X Labs. Barbara Martinez, the Open Innovation Director from Conservation X Labs. Welcome to the Biofriendly Podcast. We had a blast. Present that last party at the bar. Yes. We caught up. We did. We did some dancing. We went out great. on the town. It was, it was amazing. That whole little crew we had going. Yeah. How, that, how are you doing, Barbara? Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Biofriendly thanks. Podcast. Thanks, you guys. I'm I'm doing well. Um, it's really nice to see you again. It it's been about a year, right? A little over a year ago. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know how different life was back then than uh, in, in, in Green Biz. And then we got to see you again in D.C. at the train station. I know. And that, that was, was like just right before. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's that? when, when we. Early we, March? Yeah. Early Late March. Was yeah, like, I think so. Things happened quickly, didn't they? they, like, they but did. In early March, we did that. I was like, well, yeah, there's this thing happening over there. It was probably not, not too big of a deal. Probably be fine. We're fine. And then within two weeks. It was it was game it's, over. It's crazy. Well, it's and, funny when you when you break it down that way. And today, I know this is airing tomorrow, but it's St. Patrick's Day. You can tell from yes, and from, I dressed up. He did dre- dress up. I thought I dressed up, but Jacob, Noel, Noel says my green is not a green. Jacob keeps claiming that he's wearing green, but to me, it looks like a, a it looks gray. That's a muted green gray. <laughs> I think yeah. he's colorblind. But if you're an audience member, I think you should uh, call now. <laughs> tell me. Tell <laughs> me. <laughs> and just and discover. Well, here's the thing. Right now, now, okay. So, Barbara, yes. you wearing a muted gray green, you know, that that works, right? That's that's okay. I'm, I'm acceptable that one because you're the guest and because you're wonderful and you get extra points. Right. But Jacob yeah. actually has quite a bit of Irish blood in I him. I do. I'm very Irish. And I think, now, I guess the rule is if you're Irish, you don't have to wear green because it's in your blood. That's true. But. That's what I was thinking. I... <laughs> As a as a fellow distant Irishman via Australia now American, yeah, um, I think that if you're if you're Irish, particularly not in Ireland, it's your responsibility to go big to or go, go big home. Or go and home. Jacob has gone home. Look, I went. I've been going home for the last year. <laughs> I just want to get back out into the world again. So, yeah, so right. you should have gone big. I'm ashamed. And here I am in a shirt that says Ireland, the soccer jersey of the of the of the nation. It is. And, it's beautiful. And you're in some kind of muted great nonsense. I know. I know. And we're both of our surnames are very Irish surnames, Carol and Givens. That's true. Those are both Irish names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Totally. I have brought shame to the Givens family. Shame and disgrace. <laughs> so now that that's clear. Yeah. So now, poor Barbara. She's Barbara, like, happy, <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, she hung out with us. She knows yeah, what we're she, like. She knows this nonsense. She knows. So, all right. So apart from, you know, a, a pandemic and everything, how are things going for, for Conservation X Labs? Were you able to keep uh, keep things rolling over, over all the over everything that was, was happening last year yeah yeah i mean um you know my my job is to design and run these global competitions and it actually wasn't that difficult to take it from in person into a digital 
um, type of platform because we um, have to uh, try to recruit applicants. And um, the easiest way to do that is through email and social media. Totally. Um, I mean, it's yeah. also nice to go to meetings and meet awesome people like you to recruit oh, our challenges shucks, and competitions. Shucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it actually, um, you know, was not that difficult to move our, our competitions to an all online presence. Um, last year, we ran an artisanal mining grand challenge. Um, wow, artisanal mining. Scale. Yes. What? So I only know yeah. of artisanal cheese. I don't know anything They're about They're very similar. They're very similar? Yes. Can yes. you mine cheese You can absolutely mine cheese. Yes, well, they, they, it's kept in caves. <laughs> what, is artis- what is artisanal mining? Yeah, so um, there's, you know, all the raw materials, gold, yeah. uh, silver, um, uh, platinum, anything, palladium, platinum. Yeah. uranium. Yeah. yeah. Unobtainium. Tin. <laughs> yes, tin. Um, so all of these raw materials are mined, yeah. right? Um, there's large-scale mines that are well-funded. Um, they have investors. They have boards. They usually have to go through permitting processes to establish their mines, and sure. they're usually held accountable if there's some environmental harm. Yeah. Um, but then Which there's this good. whole yeah there's this yeah. whole sector of artisanal and small-scale miners that um, work, that operate outside of the permitting, usually outside of a permitting process. They're not really held accountable. There aren't, um, there are few, if any, worker protection type of uh, infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, there's, there's uh, what's the estimate, about 40 million people worldwide who work within artisanal and small-scale mining. Yeah. Wow, um, we, we we actually did yeah. talk a little bit about this, but Jacob Jacob forgot because we're on show one hundred and seven seven or one hundred and seven like, like yeah. that. But yeah, no, Look, in, they come in, and go out of my brain. But you're right, we yeah, did we, we did like like in the in in Africa, particularly when you talk about uh, cobalt mining, most of that is done artisanally. Yeah, right, yeah. and that's done without any kind of uh, like it's just there's just people out there with shovels and hoping that they don't die. Kind yeah, of. is that a yeah, that kind really, of similar? It's, yeah, it's quite it's yeah it's a really um. Uh, you know, and people are are engaging in the sector because it's a source of income, and yeah. it's kind of you know like a parallel sector is subsistence farming. I mean, they're they're yeah. artisanal and small scale miners because it's providing them a subsistence income. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we ran that competition last year, and we're actually going to run a second round of it um, this year, focused on gold mining and in the Amazon. Oh. Um, which we can talk about as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we why not? Got we get, well, we got you. Let's we get into you. all of them. We want to dig into all of them. Let's see how we can all be rich. Well, Bar- Barbara's, Barbara's not the first Conservation X Labs uh, guest we've had. Last year, we, we, were, we had Dr. Paul Bungie and Dr. Alex Dagon, um, who were the founders of Conservation X Labs. They came onto the show, but this time around, the we were like... The lemur guy and the snail guy? The lemur guy and the snail no, guy. That's, right. that's, how, that's how we refer to them. Yeah, yes. So that's internally, too. Everybody refers refers to them as the lemur guy and the snail guy. Pretty okay. much. There's an ongoing battle internally about yes. which, which um, animal or group of animals are better. And I'm yeah. on the lemur side. 
personally. You're on the you're a, you're you. team oh, lemur. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to be on team lemur because they're way cuter. Right. Right. And snails take a while to get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slow and steady. Yeah. But but yeah, we had them on the show and, you know, we we got to have them come back at some point in time because we lost uh, Alex, I think, midway we through. So we, we only had Paul. So we got to have a, a Paul round two. though, man. Yeah, he did. He, he did he a great on. job. Yeah. But we wanted Barbara because specifically one of the big things that Conservation X Labs is about is this opportunity for innovation and these uh, these awards, the money to be given to people to come up with a great idea. And that's one of the main reasons that we wanted to have you come on is well, that it's one of our favorite things about yeah. Conservation X yeah. Labs is the idea that like, look, this is something we can all participate in. And if you have a way that you can help to do it, then then here's a here's a company who's out there finding money, raising money, becoming, you know, getting grants and, yeah. and having competitions. So if you have a good idea, you've got a shot to actually maybe start a business doing something really good for the, the planet. planet. Yeah. yeah. So is that, did we nail that or did we nail that or you, what? You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. That's we, it. We should be Conservation <laughs> X Lab spokespeople. Yeah. Um, basically. But, but I'm sorry to go back to the early one. I'm sorry. To, I can't tell you no, off. So, so what I, on the artisanal uh, mining, so what was the grant for? Like, what did they, what did they get for, like, what, who won? And, good question. and what did they get? Because I, I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, so, so I assume that maybe we could provide links too. Yes, yeah. we can absolutely we could, provide we could links. Direct people to read yeah. more about the winners from the first round of the Artisanal Mining Grand Challenge. Um, yeah. So that was open. That first round was open to anyone with an innovation in uh, that was relevant to anything that has that's mined artisanally. So it wasn't just gold, but it was cobalt. It was tin. It All could have of been it. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some general categories of solutions that we were looking for. The entire sector is very data deficient. Yeah. And there's a big push globally to formalize the sector. Yeah. So um, formalizing might mean that it's um, it becomes legal in some, because it's also illegal, depending on where you are. And right, right. Mining. Yeah, that um, makes sense. But formalization could provide more protection to the workers, um, could also lead to better environmental um, protection and, and outcomes. And that's, yeah. that's where we were interested in, um, yeah. pushing for more of those environmental, uh, protections and, um, like remediation of mining sites, um, mm. restoration of areas that get deforested or converted through the mining process. Sure. Like in the Amazon, right? That's where they're having a huge mm -hmm. problem with that with lithium mines. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, so, and so, was that a cash prize for this last thing, or was oh, yes. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. we had a cash prize. Um, there was seven hundred fifty thousand total that wow. we distributed across five winners. Wow. Um, the Microsoft AI for Earth team or program also contributed a prize. So there was a there there were a number of applicants who had an AI component. Nice. Mm -hmm. And so there was one selected for that particular prize. And um, in the second round of the challenge in the Amazon, we're interested in taking some of the winners from the first round and providing them opportunities to pilot their yeah. innovations um, in the Amazon or, uh, and or um, connect them with some other strategic partners who can help them move from whatever stage they're at now to their next stage so that they can grow. So cool. uh, gain customers and actually have an impact with their innovations. We tend to ask for um, there needs to be a prototype, yeah, yeah, or or like a previous demonstration of your innovation right. uh, when you enter into our competitions. 
Yeah, it can't just be in word only. You can't be like, this is my idea, and it'll work. <laughs> you, have to, you have to actually show an example of it working. Yeah. Right. Can it be, though, in word document format? Can it, yeah. So is that yeah, okay? Yeah, I think so. You better? write it out. No, you got to have a prototype. Okay, it has to have a prototype. Have okay. have a prototype. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll just... A power, my, I won't submit my idea. Yeah, don't. Then. Don't. I'll, Let other people have a chance, Noel. Yeah, yeah. You can't well, take all of I it. I haven't made the prototype yet. Oh, So okay. I'm only in word document okay. form. Yeah. But but you have a, a new challenge, and, and uh, this one's coming up pretty soon. This one is, uh, the deadline, I believe, is in June, and it's a microfiber challenge, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. For, for the lay person who's listening, what is a microfiber? What is that? It's a very good question. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, step back a little bit and okay. tell you how we got here because first yeah. we were going to run a competition on microplastics. So uh, we were interested uh, in reducing or um, having some impact on the microplastics in, in water and in the environment. And as we started to dig deeper and talk to experts um, who are working in the field, both researchers and um, producers of potential solutions, mm-hmm. um, the space is huge because if you think about it, how many plastic things do you, um, you can't go through a day without uh, using something that's not plastic. It's hilarious how obvious that becomes when you, when you really get deep into environmentalism and you dig in, you're like, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, and you, you, you plant your flag and say, I'm really going to try hard. And then, and then you realize this is impossible. 99% <laughs> of things I come in contact with are plastic. Yeah. 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 So Absolutely. Yeah. So when when we run these competitions, we really like to have um, a lot of partners who are are on board with the challenge, and they're not necessarily sponsors of the challenge, but they're there because they're going to help us advertise to the to the potential applicants. Yeah, sure. They're also there because they're really interested in the the innovations that come through the competition because they might be customers, they might be buyers of those solutions, um, they might collaborate with the innovators. That's kind of so, a secondary bonus to, to working with you guys, right? You know, not, not just yeah. the money, but you get to meet contacts who can help you do it. Exactly. Yeah. Make things a reality. Wow. Yeah. Right. Partners. And it's wow. also marketing too. Yeah. Um, we like to talk about the innovations that come through the competitions and, and that is a form of marketing. Yeah. That's wow. so That's cool. Awesome. So sorry, yeah. I, I think I yeah. cut you off. Back oh, to so microplastics. You so when you, yeah. <laughs> when you yeah. think about all the potential partners who are creating, um, uh, sources of microplastics, it's mm. huge. So we started to narrow down and we really tried, we started to dig into, okay, what are some of these problems that, um, or these solution areas that could use an infusion of innovation um, where those innovations are perhaps at this at the laboratory or at prototypes in a lab setting, or there, yeah. there's a few, um, you know, they're working on prototypes and iterating on their prototypes. And it, what we heard a lot was that in the textile industries, um, fashion, um, I mean, you've probably heard of fast fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Did a um, show on it. We did one of those. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a source of plastic microfibers in the environment. Um, your clothing oh. sheds fibers, uh, the fiber fragmentation. So you just, just by moving about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and washing your clothing and drying um, and in clothing production and disposal, these fibers break off of, of textiles and they, um, they last in the environment. Um, it's a source of, of microplastics. It's, but, so it's a source of microplastics when that material is polyester, um, that poly-based 
Yeah, those yeah. poly-based textiles. Um, natural fibers also uh, break like off. Cotton like and cotton, stuff like mm-hmm, yeah. cotton, silk, wool. Um, and there's there's discussion in the field, uh, people who create and produce textiles about um, you know the the biodegradability and compostability of different fibers. Yeah, a lot of our textiles are treated. So the dyeing process, right? Um, there's other chemicals and things that go into that treatment process, which could make a fiber last longer in the environment. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's also the uh, other properties that that are added to clothing, like uh, waterproofing properties. Yeah. Totally. Again, it's like a chemical treatment yeah. usually. Yeah. So we're interested. We decided on the microfiber ground challenge. Um, microfiber innovation challenge. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no worries. We're, we're really interested in supporting uh, innovations that are new materials or alternative materials to those that are producing plastic microfibers. Okay. So alternatives to poly-based um, f- uh, fabrics and textiles. Yeah, yeah. And then we're also looking for innovations that might, um, through the manufacturing process of textiles, would reduce or eliminate microfiber shedding. So, and this this is super interesting to me, and I'm not going to do it justice, but the way that the fibers are woven together could, um, could play a role in the shedding of those fibers. To reduce it. Yeah. Yeah. So just somebody innovating a new way to weave our clothes together, basically, that you could you could reduce the shedding and the particles falling off of us if somebody was to come up with a new way that we wove it all together, possibly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think it could also even be a treatment, too. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting that we started the show. This is the great surprise of this whole thing. We started the show talking about green colored shirts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what I was going to say is I think it's pretty funny because our, our desire to have like unique colors and different types of fabrics and all these different types of clothes, of course, with billions of people on the earth, eventually it's going to add up. Right. Because right. they're all falling off of our body. So I think we need to simplify and everybody wears the exact same thing. Okay. Just one type of clothing. So you're thinking about that futuristic world where yes. it's in like the, the, yes. the slick metallic Yes. I want, suit. I want a zipper in the front yeah. and it's the metallic suit and we all look like we're in it together and there's no more waking up Do in the morning. we all the same haircut? The same haircut. Yeah. Is this starting to sound like 1984? Am I getting a little George Orwell here? I'm okay with it. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> well, that, okay. And the whole time you were talking about that, I was thinking about how I w- Okay. So we, we got a new couch. This year, yeah, uh, and and uh, and the couch we replaced was was many 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 years old. I had, we had a couch that we bought in the two thousands, nineteen seventies, in the seventies, <laughs> and it was a microfiber couch. Like that's that's what they made it. It was, and we thought, oh wow, microfiber is what you want because it's so soft, and you look, yeah. you put your hand on it, and it yeah. changes <laughs> this way. It's darker, <laughs> and this way it's lighter. If you like, rub it on the right. and and you know this was of course in, in the two thousands when there was no there were no environmental problems back then. It was no all back fine. in two thousand five we were doing okay. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this couch, and 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 uh, I was like, well, it's, it works. It's perfectly fine, fine couch. You know, sure, I mean, it's sure. got some lumps and some things and whatever. Yeah. 
But my wife was like, well, I want a new, a new, a new couch. It's been a long time. We need a new couch. And I was like, ah, oh, we don't need a new. Now I'm realizing we probably, we needed a new couch because that couch did. was just. Because that couch was causing major That problem. couch was a shedding disaster. Thing yeah. was made completely of nothing but microfibers yeah. and dyed green. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, my and goodness. waterproofed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and the whole bit. Sorry, you know, it's, it's interesting that you, that you talk about how that mm-hmm. it was made of microfibers because there's actually some, um, uh, the term is used differently depending oh, on wow. what sector you're in. Oh, okay. you might you might have been in the right sector. <laughs> so I'm okay, maybe. You got to check your sector. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. Check your sector. That's Noel. a Beastie Boys. Uh, <laughs> it's a album. Beastie Boys yeah. unreleased song. Yeah. Check your sector. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, sorry. So, so it's really this is such a fascinating field because um, this whole microfiber and fiber shedding field because there's the ocean conservationists um, are really. Uh, getting together and communicating with the textile producers and manufacturers and clothing producers. Yeah. So in, in the, the world of, of textiles, microfiber is, um, is a type of, of fiber that okay. is, um, there's, a, there's, a very, there's a technical definition that involves, mm-hmm. um, okay, what is it? Uh, so it's a fiber with a linear density of less than one denier. Okay. You This is hilarious because because we're like we, we I just just to give the audience a little little preparation. We saw it beforehand. And we're like, you know what? Don't worry. We're just going to talk about fluff silly stuff. We won't get too technical on you or yeah. ask you anything that requires you to come up with all the technical <laughs> answers. But Barbara, and is, Barbara's like, well, good because because I you know I don't I, you know I, I have to look some of this up because you know and the fact that you just dropped that on was perfect like on on a just on the nose was hilarious because yeah. it was that was such proof that you know what you're talking about yeah but sorry correct go ahead that's when, why when she's d- the open innovation director at conservation correct. inc correct because yeah. right, she's a genius and she's amazing and yeah. we love barbara martinez we love barbara martinez um sorry so denure you said one denure yeah yeah okay. it's a measurement um of uh, that's used <laughs> in textile production it's, gotcha. it's yeah it's it's new to me but microfiber is it is a um a type of it's like Okay, it's the finest of fibers apparently right. ah. in the textile world. So it's really yeah. soft, and it's usually used like you get those microfiber cloths to clean. Yeah, glass, yeah, like screens. Like wicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's a that's um, not that's different. It's different. Yeah, and and in the uh. whole like fiber shedding, um, when we so so we may have. I mean, I haven't heard too many complaints about calling it the microfiber challenge, but. It's not that we're trying to replace that type of microfiber textile altogether, it's, right? Right. It's the shedding. It's the fiber fragmentation that happens um, in on a, in textiles. Gotcha. Um, that start with poly. Yes. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poly. <laughs> poly specifically. Um, yes. Yes. Because it's the plastic base. Yeah. Poly, poly. Polyester. So I could have kept my couch. Nylon. You could have kept your couch. This is, the, this is the, the point. Lumpy and all as it was, it was my couch. Yeah. 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 So if you're running okay. around in polyester suits or like vinyl, uh, you know, vampire hunting onesies, then uh, you're, you're causing problems. So well, you got to get rid of your underworld. You got to get rid of your underworld outfit. My underworld outfit is slick, though. I don't know if, if, the, if the fibers come There's off of that. There's still fibers coming off of it, I yeah? think. I don't know. My slick I, I vampire don't... hunting suit? I feel like that one's probably in better shape than my jeans. 
Maybe. You know, don't get rid of it because then you're going to want to replace it. Yeah. So it's better true. to hold on to those. And then uh, I'm just, and you're right. And then I'm digging more oil out of the ground. I'm pulling more carbon out of the ground to put on my body. I just had this vision <laughs> of every superhero film where if we were truly <laughs> to embrace environmentalism, all of their outfits would be really battered and yeah. tattered because they'd never replace them. Because no. they'd be like, well, I care about the planet. So like they would all be really worn and they would be like, I've had this Captain America jump suit for 45 years 75 years yeah and it, i'm never i'm never upgrading because it's bad for the yeah, planet because that's impractical for the right. environment so yeah. i think i think that's the green future we want to see yeah 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 <laughs> we should have a we should have a uh you know we should we should have a something for that we should raise okay. money for the superheroes to get superheroes an to get an outfit that's, that's a they little can... better for them than, yeah. than the current options yeah because you know there's a lot of polyester and superheroes yeah, clothes yeah yeah, yeah. Now, now before before we continue on this is this is this is this is awesome yeah, uh, and and we'll definitely come back to it. But yeah. I, I just I need to know what's the situation uh, with with curling right now because uh, <laughs> great, ta- when great we, segue, when we smoke, Noel. <laughs> when we, when we smoke we'll earlier, how, how what how we got here? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. We'll break it down, Noel. Tell yeah. us how we got to curling. Yes. So so uh, when we met. I was freaking out about the the Olympic our Olympic gold medalist curling team, and then you mentioned that your husband, who lives up in I think you get you guys came from Minnesota, right? Yeah, we were right? in Minnesota. Okay, yeah. so yeah. your husband is a curler, or he had curled, had curled. He has he was a is curler known for at times curling. Perhaps he had curling in his past. Yes, and then and of course I was I was like, oh my god, that's amazing, right? And then and then uh, and then and then you said something in our little pre catch up thing that there's been no curling, there's been no curling, there's been no. Curling. Is that right? Well, did I get that right yeah, or did I get that wrong? Yeah. Well, it's um, they canceled the season. Well, the the league that he was playing in. Cancel um, culture the- strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid! No, I love you can't it. can't be in close proximity on the glass and. Really, that so so wow. Okay, so so he wasn't able to play last season. What were the were the Olympic fellows? Because we have some Olympic players who are going to have to get started in in the Winter Olympics is soon. Like we're doing summer and then winter back to back because of the because of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, right? he may have played last season and then it got cut short because it's actually a really long season. Oh, go get your husband. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> he he was just in him. here and I shoot him out of the room. I saw no. you do that. I yeah. saw you do that, which was so great because all of us, all of us who have families who had to work from home have had to at one time or another be on a call and do the... Get, get, we're live. We're live right now. Please go out of the room. Thankfully, this show doesn't really matter. So, no. you're, so it's not. No, don't worry we, about we, it. Uh, this chaos is part of what what this whole our, thing. Our fans about. watch the show for these reasons. Absolutely. They want, yeah, yeah, to find out how, what what disaster what disaster gonna, we can gonna do. come up next. Yeah. Okay, because okay. we all know this show's a joke. This show <laughs> is a joke. We'll get to that later. All right, back to Crowley. Yeah, yeah. No, but but okay. So then, all right. All right, so that's 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 tough. So I hope that our team can still pull through and, and beat the the awful Swedes and those vicious Canadians, oh. because they're really good at curling. They are, and, and, and I think that they're out for blood this year because yeah. somehow we stole there. We were like the like the nine hundredth place team, and we somehow won the Olympics. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Um, but before we leave curling, because we will leave curling, is because it interests me, and I don't know if the audience even cares. I but care. Jacob cares. Yeah. But you were forced to, to curl. Is this right? Uh yes. <laughs> I've never done okay. it. Is it fun? Um, it's it's uh, 
it yeah it can be <laughs> you have to if you if it's if your team is fun it's fun if your team uh, is so, fun okay yeah so uh, okay i i should say i wasn't forced um, oh okay encouraged i think yeah, if my husband listens to this. You were persuaded. That. <laughs> you were persuaded into like you should give this a try. Right. Yeah. So like we had just we had been it was when we first started dating and he was living in a different city in, in Minnesota and, and okay. anyhow he's like, Well, there's a curling um club, a curling league where where I was living. He said, Oh, you should join. Yeah. So I was like, Okay, fine. So I got my my roommate and my friends together. Um and none of us you had ever put together curling. a whole team of rookie curlers. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's commitment. And we we entered the season late. Yeah, um, and we were awful. I mean, we it, we were not a good team. Like, <laughs> I love it. You were the bad news bears of curling. I love it. We like didn't know the rules clearly. Right. Um, we kept messing up. Um, the other most of the other teams in our league were very kind and didn't mind. <laughs> right. But there's one team of so we were a team of all women and there's yeah. another team and of all guys and they were just mean to us. Ugh. Mean. Toxic curling masculinity. They probably they probably don't know how to flirt is yeah. what this was. Yeah. It Look. was probably four guys who were who were like in curling who were like who were like, Well, if you're mean to girls then they'll like you. Yeah. And they're wrong, you're, you're, but they don't know that they're wrong. Exactly. Your, your husband guess. was the exception to the rule in the curling world. He knew how to woo a woman. He was yeah. a good, well, he was no, a good I'm man. I'm not saying curlers in no, general. I'm saying, I'm saying curling this team. Ge- curlers in general she are She said pigs. most of the curlers were nice. And <laughs> that she were. Most was one of them team. Were. It was just, I feel yeah, like you're throwing her husband under the bus unnecessarily. No, again. I was saying her husband was great. <laughs> I, I was saying he was great, but I was saying all curlers are monsters. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. We are the world. We are the Olympic champion curling nation. You're right. It's it's inappropriate for you to talk that way about us. So sorry. I'm sorry. We still had we still had fun because we just kind of like it was. We were not in it to compete. Um, Yeah. But I think I think like my theory is that this team that was unhappy to play with play us. They wanted to compete and they wanted like to actually have competition and we were not. Yeah. Competition at all. Like you couldn't right. learn yeah. playing with yeah. us. Right. I feel like <laughs> you can I, improve your skills. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, but in curling, I mean, you're, the, the basics of it, like they can just go ahead and beat you by a lot. Like that's because, you know, because in curling, it's not like the other team. Well, I suppose they, the way they, they curl against you makes it harder. But you're just your actual act of making getting the the. The balls to be re- the balls the the weights the I don't know what whatever those called. things for being a they fan like kettle they stone. look like kettles stones oh. for getting to getting the stones exactly where you want them to be like they could still work on that and they could have been cool they could have been neat about it plus it's a guaranteed win so take yeah. the W yeah that's, and then that's, a, that's basically what we were you know what I mean that's uh, well <laughs> if you if you uh, if we ever run into those guys we're gonna bash them up for you yeah bash them. I you mean want, not really but you know you want to know what <laughs> probably has a lot of microfibers curling uniforms. Oh my gosh! I mean, can you imagine? There's you, so much polyester. Those guys on that curling team probably put so much microfiber waste into I'm the just, ocean. I'm just saying, just uh, saying, it all comes back to microfibers. I think that we should get our entire audience to find them and destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was the one uh, saying bad things. Bad. <laughs> no, we love. We're, we we're love kidding, curling. audience. Do not do, do not, not destroy. attack curlers. Yes, we, no, we, we love we curlers. I, like, I I brought up the topic because I love, because I'm so fascinated by curling, I and do. now I've gone and turned into a to like a <laughs> anti curler. Yes, anti curlite. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Like All I right. said, it was otherwise. It's a really. Um, 
it's a really uh, I don't know what's the word like it, it's a really collegial sport like gotcha the teams all they all celebrate after the games and oh, usually like yeah yeah there's there's this whole culture of celebration I feel like yeah. that's more important than playing the game yeah I so agree we ha- we next time we see Alan we've got a friend who lives up in Minnesota next time mm-hmm. we see Alan. And Josh, yeah, we must force them to take us curling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. We got to go curling. I want to do it. And then we'll record it, and then we'll send it to Barbara uh-huh. so she can see how good we are curling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're the best. I can't good. wait to see that. It'll Excellent. be great. All Excellent. right, so now we're so going to get back to business. We're going to get back to business. Okay, we back to business. Every now and then, that was a nice, that was our, your ner- a nice curling minute with yeah. Barbara Martinez. What I like to do is have no segue whatsoever, but to yeah. just cut someone off in the middle and talk about what I want to talk about okay. in a podcast. I love that about you. Thank you. It's what makes you an award-winning, award-winning podcast host. Award-winning podcast host, Noel But back to the, the challenge itself. Um, how, how has the, uh, the, the level of participation been? On the microfiber challenge so far, has this been something that a lot of people have jumped into the fray and been like, we're going to solve this. We've got great ideas. Or has it been, has it been slow moving? Well, <clears throat> it's a good question. I don't quite know the answer yet because we, we launched it's the early. challenge. Yeah, we launched the challenge in late, dis, uh, late January. Late and January. The, the deadline for applications is June 25th. Uh, awesome. So this period of time allows us the... Um, this is our time to advertise and to try to find all of the potential applicants out there Yeah, so that they have enough time to write their application and submit by the 25th. Um, it never fails, but everyone, not everyone, but most people submit their applications the day before or right up to the deadline. Of course. Uh, so, um, it's, it's classic humans. Classic. Yes. Um, <laughs> I feel like you should so, give bonus points to the people who do it early. You yeah, know? like like yeah. you get you get a, a you know you, the judges are going to look for an extra two minutes. At right, yours. right. You get six hundred fifty thousand dollars and a Starbucks card if and you're a, a month Starbucks or, card if you're a month if you early. Bring it in early. That's good. That's <laughs> well, a good I idea. I feel the yeah. same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> totally put that. Yeah. So yeah, we have some people who have already submitted um, or organizations and companies who have already submitted applications. Yeah. Um, but I expect that, you know, we see people apply over the course of the open period and then they'll all come in uh, June 24th. How, yeah. long is re- how long is the review process? Once, it, once it's all in, how much time do you have to get it all reviewed before you give out the money? Um, so most of the, the rest of 2021 is review, a review okay. process. And um, uh, can you guys hear the siren? We can. We actually added I'm that sorry. in post. <laughs> added that in post. That's, uh, we we that's put that siren there. there for you. That's that's that's, not, that's in your headphones. We put that there. That's not. That's because this worry topic that. has it's gotten fun. so hot. It's the hot. firemen are yeah. on the way. Um, yeah. It's okay, not the first so, siren that's been on this show, unfortunately. <laughs> right. yes. There might be more because I live on a road that leads to an emergency room. So. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, no worries. So you're used to it by now, for I'm sure. Used to it. Yeah, we, we get phone calls in the mid- middle of the show. This show's show. a disaster. It's a total. This disaster. show is a joke. This show's a joke. Yeah. Anyway, guys, the show is not a joke. Oh, that's See, actually yeah. become one of our new taglines. Believe it or not, because <laughs> because when we brought my brother of all people, my brother yeah. came on to the to the show a couple weeks ago, a few yeah. weeks ago, a month yeah. ago. I don't remember. Time yeah. is yeah. relative. Yeah. Um, uh, he he uh, he's. I think he said he's like, oh, this show is a joke, and then and then yeah, we and thought, then we were like, that's, that's, that's perfect. really hilarious. Yeah, the show is a joke. So <laughs> now we now we actually we've embraced it. Tongue in cheek. Yeah, we know that we're we're doing the most important thing in the world by educating people, <laughs> <laughs> but we also embrace our silliness. <laughs> 
I love that you took it so far the other way. We are actually the most important environmental. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I love hyperbole more than life itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be dead than not have hyperbole. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, we anyway. are tangenting again. I know. Barbara, guys, I'm sorry. Do you want to hear the rest of the review process? Yes. yes of course. I'm of course. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is awful. Right. This is yeah. embarrassing. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so uh, people submit by the 25th of June, and then we have panels of reviewers um, who we split up applications across those panels. They provide their evaluations, and then based on those evaluations and recommendations, we narrow it down to a set of semi-finalists, and those people will be notified around August. Okay. Got it. That's that's pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's we give reviewers about a month to go through their set of applications, yeah. um, and they, they do it on their their own time. Um, we don't well, we're obviously we're not convening people, but we don't convene the reviewers. It's really it's all done online. Okay, uh, and then those semifinalists will write. Um, they'll create a second round application. So we ask them for a little more detail. Um, it's more of like uh, they're going to create an application uh, similar to if they were to pitch their innovation to investors. Got Those it. are the types of questions that they would be responding to in that second round application. Oh, cool, kind of the Shark Tank round. So as part of the as part round. of the job, yeah. I swear this is an actual question, not one of my usual ones. Yeah. But it's, it's, so then as part of the interest for uh, Conservation X Labs to not only find something that that is interesting, but something that has a chance of surviving as a business so that you can get more done. So you can have more, like have it have more success in helping the environment. Yeah. Cause that seems yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's clever. Cause it's interesting like what to, to just going beyond what the actual, you know, whatever the, the invention is or, or idea is, is, is to the marketability of it. That's, that's, that's an unusual and cool take because that's important because if, if you can't actually get it out there and get people to embrace it, then what's the point you've gone and funded something that's just, yeah. Going into right. someone's it's pocket. It's a neat idea and then it just fades away. Yeah. Right. Right. Pretty yeah, brilliant. So it's yeah. really important that people understand who their customers are, who's mm-hmm. going to pay for their innovation. Um, if it's an understanding their their financial model. Yeah. Yeah. For their sustainability. Not just environmental sustainability, but the financial sustainability. Yeah. yeah. Inventing something awesome. for microfiber that, you know, say, for example, you come up with a, a type of fabric that is woven a certain way, doesn't need to be treated or the way that it's treated is with this organic compound. So then you're thinking, oh, well, Nike and, and H&M and all these places might be interested in this technology because then they can acquire it. And so you are thinking about the consumer and the businesses that want to buy and then use your product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. cool. It's amazing. And through the challenge process also, we hope to um, facilitate some of these connections and these partnerships for those innovators too. So um, really trying to understand who their target customers are, or or we even ask in the application, what is it that, what would you, what do you need or you want from the partners in this competition? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we're hoping to get some insights from applicants through that as well, because then we can take that back to the partners and um, that's going to help them make decisions about any collaborations. Yeah. Can anybody enter this? Is this like open to the world? Yes, Jacob, you can enter the competition. (laughs) Can I? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, seriously, are there any limitations? Is uh, is this US only or is this global? It's global. Anyone can enter. Um, But again, 
your innovation should be at the point of there being a prototype. Um, right. There has to be something physical and real by the time you submit your application. Yeah. But yeah, you can come from anywhere in the world. Um, there's some caveats as far because okay. we're a U.S.-based institution. There are some rules where we can send money. Right. Uh, right. But that makes innovators sense. may come from anywhere in the world. So if I so if I have like a doom island that right. I'm creating if, yeah. bombs, weapons, and things, and, I'm, and I'm on the don't send money to list <laughs> yeah, of the American, then you probably couldn't send me money for my innovation that helps the environment, yeah. even though otherwise I want to destroy the planet if and take it over. Doctor Evil living out in the ocean right. in in those waters, they probably can't. Then get I to probably it. can't get money. Right. For my environmental idea. Exactly. I'm probably going to have to fund it myself. Yeah. That's fine. So yeah. I'll just, I'll have to hold something hostage or hijack something to get the money to then save the environment. Yeah. That's usually what you normally do. I mean, that is, that's plan A. Plan A. Yeah. So we, yeah. we almost got through the timeline um, for the review process. No, we're not through it yet. We still have no. to go. Okay. <laughs> we're going to keep, we're going to keep, keep cutting you off as much as our possible. Our goal is that's to make goal. this entire podcast about the timeline itself. <laughs> <laughs> so August is the second round, Shark Tank round, right? Yeah. And then what happens after that? So then that second application gets reviewed by um, another set of panelists, uh, another set of reviewers, and that's going to occur in about um, uh, October, November. Okay. And then those reviewers will um, recommend 10. There'll be 10 finalists. And those 10 finalists will then um, pitch in front of a final set of judges. Um, We are so optimistic that in early 2021, this will be an actual in-person event um, where we'll convene the the finalists, the judges, um, our partners, you know, in real life, yeah. they'll yeah. get to oh, see each other. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean like uh, early 2022, right? Early 20... Or end oh, of 2021. 20... Yeah, I mean 2022. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like January, January February, 2022. January, February. Uh-huh. Are you one of the judges? Are you? Will you be one of the people on the panel up there? Um, no, I don't hmm? get to judge. Oh, because you led judge. the competition. I mean, you're like... Yeah. Yeah, that makes it sense. Wouldn't, I mean... Would she's, be fair. Read, she's the boss of the judges. Yeah, that's right. She's the boss of the judges. They report to her. I read all of the applications. I love reading the applications. I love getting to meet the innovators and yeah. hearing them. And I, and I, um, I might have favorites. And so I can't, yeah, I'm not that, a judge. That makes <laughs> sense. That makes sense. Cause you're a part of the process from the beginning of selecting people. And so it'd yeah. be really hard for you to not kind of have, uh, formed relationships and ideas with these people of like what you think is the best one. She'd and so, be yeah. biased towards your idea. Oh yeah. So that's what you're saying. Because you're so okay. great. So she, and I, so that's, that's not fair. That's why I wanted to know if she was a judge yeah. or not. Yeah. That's, so are, don't, you may, you may as well not submit it because that oh, was your only chance. That's fair. Yeah. Are, are the judges people who work with conservation X labs or do you get people from the outside? Like just, uh, tech innovators and people who work in the fabric industry. Yeah. We usually Textiles. get, um, We'll usually get judges from outside of Conservation X Labs for that final panel. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a couple of people who already will be those judges, but I'm not going to announce them yet because we're still sure. building that, that panel. But build the yeah, excitement, of course. <laughs> we don't like to break. Excitement. We don't like yeah. to break news here. We yeah. like to review news, talk about. It. If we're breaking news, we're doing yeah. it wrong. So yeah. that's okay. You should definitely hold on to that information. Yeah. Okay. One of the judges is Schmerit Schmott. <laughs> It's carrot top. No, yeah, like, that's, anyway, that's that's exactly correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and then, do you want us to find some folks from? We know some people at Fremantle Media out here. We're in LA. Maybe we can have them put together like a Shark Tank style, 
you uh, know media thing. For oh the yeah, so it's frightening and scary, and then it's a big. He's like, like up next after the commercial after break. The break, and we, then we have to pause people. In the we middle see of the panelists. Yeah, really go very epic. Yeah, I yeah. think. Do you want that? If we could have that the voiceover, that voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That'd be you great. Got oh, fire, movie voice guy. Okay, movie voice guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. Yeah. You got it. Live and yeah. in person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, did we so, did we do it? Did we get through, we get through the, the, the submission, line? or do we have more? Well, we will well, sort of almost sort of almost okay. there. almost there. Well, we have to pick almost the winner. We haven't picked the winner yet. Yeah. Right. So, um, so that in person event is when the winners will be announced, and there's a a pool of six hundred fifty thousand dollars to be distributed across any number of finalists. Again, that's for the judges to decide Okay. Um, how many prizes and who gets those prizes. Yeah. And then um, we, what we're also going to do is work with uh, some of the finalists, some of those prize winners over the rest of 2022 to uh, help them with, um, uh, this is kind of a jargony term, but acceleration. And sure. Uh, you know, and, and what else, what other services can we provide at CXL or through our partners that can um, help them leverage that prize money that they received yeah. um, and turn it into more money or more resources that are going to help them grow? Awesome. So basically, if you're an innovator and you have something really, really awesome and you've got a good energetic quality team that's got a good idea and a good way to push it through, this is an incredible opportunity. Because yeah. you're not just getting potentially money in your hands, you're you're actually getting assistance from from an established and wonderful organization with a lot of contacts that can help you get this idea marketed and out there. Yeah. So if I were listening to the Biofriendly podcast, right, and I am, yeah, I think probably I th- I'm technically are you listening, Noel? It's, yeah, yeah, I just you're listening. I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, then I would say you should tell anybody and everybody you know who has an innovation that might. Yeah. apply that might might be worthwhile here that you should send it in because it's a it's a free opportunity for an incredible for you to really have your idea yeah. really make a difference and do some things yeah it's not throwing money in your lap and saying go figure it out you're right. getting support you're getting so so and, and then, you know we we obviously we spend almost all the time on the show joking around as, yeah. as you know and we'd love to do that but um like, in all but seriousness. In all seriousness, we do sometimes like to, to point things out. The reason that we were so excited to have you on isn't just because we love talking about curling and you. Yeah. It's it's because this is like this is a really it's an awesome opportunity for anybody who's got an idea that applies to this. So yeah. you know, take advantage. Don't be a don't be a dummy who sits on the side and Yeah. And if microfibers aren't your thing, if microfibers aren't your thing, there's other challenges. Like you heard about the uh, the mining challenge, the artisanal mining challenge. Right. Uh, this is what you guys do. You have uh, these different industries and these different um, you know businesses that need innovation and change and new sustainable ideas. And that's what Conservation X Labs is is really got a lot of their hand in is helping uh, grow these ideas into fruition. And so if if microfibers ain't your thing, go online and look at some of the other upcoming challenges. Right? I mean, I, I think we should we should we'll even post post them up. Let us know yeah. when you've got new ones too so we can put them on the on the you know, put them All we, right. can, we can send them out and let people know what's going on cuz yeah. cuz obviously we want to support you and we want to help the environment and you're doing a good job of accelerating that. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah we're that. in. We've always we're, been in. We're in. We're still right. in. Yeah. <laughs> Is there you, anything uh, else we missed about it that we should we should discuss before we wrap things up? Uh, yeah, people should check out the partners that we have on the challenge. Absolutely. Cool. Amazing, amazing partners. Where can they um, see them? So it's also on the website, uh, but let's see. Um, Under Armour is a partner. 
And oh, hey, I've got Under Armour stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And what's really cool is they're interested in working with a winner in their proving grounds. I um, mean, Under Armour, they're, they're, that's a huge company. That's, that's a huge awesome. kind of athletic wear. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, wow. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Who else we got? What else um, we got? There's a, a company called Bolt Threads. Ooh. And they're um, they're creating uh, a couple of new materials that um, are super they're really interesting. But one of them is is mushroom based essentially, and so it's it's a leather. I've heard of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very yes. cool. And there's another brand um, based in the UK called Finisterre. You should check them out. They're Definitely. a great company. And then um, so we have we have something like 16 partners, and so that's terrific. Um, if you want another. If there's another 10 minutes, I could read them a lot. But I, but I recommend that I'm going to push people to go to the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and then go ahead and say, yeah. say the website out loud again so everybody's got it. We probably, we probably can't do – what time is time do we have, we have left? On I, our, I have no idea clock. what time it is. I think we, we probably can't do 10 minutes of the businesses, but we will list them. We will link. Yeah. So tell people where they should go. Yeah, so um, our website is uh, – conservationxlabs.com slash microfibers. That's easy Spelled enough. the English microfibers. Uh, US, US English. E-R-S, not R-E-S. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's it's easier to find than you think because if you just go to, you know, any kind of, if you go to whatever you like to search with. Um, uh, we Bing, obviously. Bing, Bing. <laughs> um, you type in uh, Conservation X Labs. And once you're on the main site, right there, it says our challenges. That's like one of the first things you see on the site. And when you go to the challenges, it's, it's you know, you can find your way to this one pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, so if you're just well, digging around. Well, it's the current, it's the one that, it's that they're, the one they're that they're, that they're yeah. pushing right now. Yeah. yeah. What's on the horizon for the next challenge? Do you know? Uh, I, I know you mentioned the Amazon gold mining thing. Yeah, the Amazon gold mining will be next. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, wow. We're, you know, we're interested in kind of the next phase of microfibers and fibers, sure. fiber replacements. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have Got lots it. of ideas, but. Okay. Um, okay. Go to the site. Check cool. them out. Go to the site. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, awesome. Very cool. Well, the, well, thank you, Barbara. That was, yeah, that we, was awesome. That was a lot loved, of fun. We yeah. loved it. You really are a brave soul to endure the Nolan Jacob tangential uh, show to try to get the message out. I mean, but we did get through the timeline. People now know that this is an awesome thing that they can get involved with and really get the support if of they, Conservation If they don't get it now, I don't know what to do with them. They, then, I, don't, I don't even know. Then they should just... just go join a curling team. Oh, okay. Well, so that, that's, <laughs> that's a good alternative. That's, that's, that's yeah. the tie. That's, yeah. that's how we're linking this all to curling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, is there anything else before Perfect. we go? And hopefully we can, we can within this next year into 2022, have more opportunities to gather in person and get a chance to come see you again out there on the East Coast. Yeah, the world's opening up a little bit. So maybe, yeah. you know, maybe as the months pass, we'll, we'll get to catch up again in person, yeah. which would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that will yeah. be. Yeah. Um, stay safe. And, uh, and I guess, you know, I want to tell you guys not to feel guilty about the about your collection of polyester um, clothing that you have. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I have you so much of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much. You know, Jacob used to actually look for polyester clothing. He would actually go through the, the aisles, and then if it said any percent cotton, he would throw it on the ground 
you and, know, then, and then pick a polyester version instead. He's joking with me, but here's the sad <laughs> truth. Is, do you really? Once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, I specifically shopped for polyester. Really? I did. I did. What so, is it about polyester that I was trying? It, it was a phase that I was fancy. going through that was like '70s type polyester shirts, and I, I bought a ton of them. I would well, I would go to like uh, Goodwill and stuff, and I would find people who were dis- disregarding. This was a long time ago. Yeah. This was when I was like a teenager. Was it flame retardant? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because <laughs> I, so. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, part of the problem. That's treated. Yeah. yeah, but but thank you for saying we shouldn't feel too guilty, and to our audience as well. To Barbara's point, you shouldn't feel feel guilty about the clothes that you do have. Right? That's what you were right. saying. Don't feel guilty about the clothes you do have, but you right. could be a more conscious consumer if you're thinking of buying new clothing. Yes, you, know, you can check out the labels. Um, try to get single um, fabric or single. Like the the blends are a lot more difficult to recycle. Right, um, right. And yeah, you know, search out those more natural fabrics. Absolutely. Yeah, and, we we that's yeah. we covered that we covered that on the fast fashion, which is like you know for our audience and people who are part of the painless green and all of our groups, we're not asking you to go in your closet and um and Marie Kondo and this sparks joy, <laughs> throw everything out. You know, like we want you to keep what you have, what you like, but right, it, because but remember, going forward, because remember waste. Yes. Right? If you've got it, like it's it has been made, it's yeah. in your closet, it works, use yeah. it. Use Otherwise, it. you're just you're throwing away clothes. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. So so it's really more about going forward. Look into the clothing you're buying, check at those labels, look at those brands and what they're pushing. Because there are, because we're getting more eco-friendly, there's a lot of clothing companies that are that are bragging and touting about mm. the methods that they make their clothes, how you know organic they are, the processes. So just do a little bit of looking into that. That's yeah. what we're Saying, I'm right? also stoked that Barbara is such a bio-friendly podcast veteran that she yeah. she knew better than we did even because yeah. we almost just failed. She yeah. brought, she brought it back to hey, let's not punish people. Yeah. She for, knows. for for doing that, which she is something that we're supposed to say. We were supposed to say that, Jacob. Our guests are always better than us. That's a good point. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Barbara, this is the time of the show where we let the guests choose if they'd like to say goodbye and walk out, or they can walk watch us uh, brave uh, brave our way through our tags. At the end of the show, so it's the, the choice is yours. We're doing the tags. Yeah, I want to. I want to break wanna wi- my way through that. Yeah. I love it. Yes, of course. Excellent. Of course. So, ladies and gentlemen, Barbara Martinez, thank you for joining us. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. We are the Siegfried and Roy of podcasts. This show is a joke. <laughs> it's perfect. Is that all we have? I think that's it. That's all we got so yeah. far. Okay, so good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. early in the year. As it's the early. year goes by, it'll be more epic. They'll get longer yeah. and longer. So, yeah. Barbara Martinez, Conservation X Labs, go check them out. Go get involved. If you've got a great idea for that microfiber challenge, you should get involved. There is $650,000 at stake here, people, and a great uh, company that would help and support grow your idea and bring it to fruition. So, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the BioFriendly Podcast. Cheerio. Cheerio. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.